0: Ohio goesemasu. Nichiwa, kongbanwa. For whenever you're listening to the Joshi Pod, your weekly podcast about the world of Japanese women's wrestling joshi wrestling i'm your host eric howard coming to you from beautiful san diego california and i want to thank you guys all for the positive feedback from last week's interview with aki and may saruga the best bros uh love those two uh love aki he's been a very good uh, person to the podcast uh he's helped me coordinate uh interviews and, and, and interpret for me interviews as well and uh what can you say about may she's uh, adorable Cute on purpose, all the good stuff. And uh, again, thank you for all the positive feedback from that last week. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. Also, we had some bonus episodes this week, little mini episodes. Uh, one with Farah Husnain uh, talking about our first uh, trips to live wrestling shows in Tokyo and in Yokohama. Uh, thank her for for coming on and doing that. Um, and Grizzly FOG who's a producer and wrestling fan, and he's merged the two into some uh, pretty awesome songs. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back in the archives and listen to those two. Uh, I'm going to have some more content creators on the podcast before we wrap it up on the 31st. Speaking of the 31st, uh, the amazing uh, feedback I got uh, after uh, announcing that Act is going to be the final guest on the podcast on the 31st Um, you guys blew me away about how uh, you reacted and uh, I can't wait to share it with you she was everything I wanted her to be uh, class and grace and uh, open to just about any question I had for her Um, I'm not a jerk so I didn't ask her you know terrible mean questions I would not do that I was respectful of her and I asked questions respectfully but, uh, yeah, she, she answered pretty much everything I asked. So I, I, it's almost probably an hour and a half or so interview with her. And I uh, can't wait to share it with you. Um, act was one of those people that was kind of, uh, unattainable. I thought it was, you know, not, not possible to, to get on the podcast. She was somebody I wanted to talk to, but she was one of those people. I just like, yeah, you know, it ain't going to happen. You know, it's, it's, uh, a, a a dream you know you know getting bull Nakana was one thing cuz i love bull i you guys know how much i love bull but uh the opportunity to talk to act would just seemed like out, out of the realm of possibility so um the fact that uh, she agreed to, to to do the podcast with us and uh kind of explain everything talking about her her childhood and her career and stuff and and the incident that happened that that cost her her career um yeah, I, I can't thank her enough for that. I can't wait for you guys to listen to that. But again, that's on the 31st. Um, no interview this week, guys. I couldn't line anybody up. I tried. I tried. I tried. We just couldn't work out a schedule for some people. But uh, hopefully we'll get a couple in next week. Definitely one next week. I got an interview scheduled uh, this coming s- uh, this Sunday with somebody I've really wanted to talk to uh, since I started the podcast. So I'm super excited. I'm trying to end on a high note, over deliver. And uh, yeah, so we got a, few, a couple weeks left here. So I'm going to try to mix in as much as I can with uh, as many interviews as I can and content creators as I, as I can. I want to uh, you know, let you guys know that because uh, the Joshi pod is gone doesn't mean there's not Joshi podcast out there, not Joshi uh, content creators out there that you can't, uh, follow and listen to and watch. And, uh, I want to pass it along to them to for you guys to, cause I'm going to, I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to watch them. Uh, just because I'm not doing the podcast doesn't mean I'm not a Joshi fan still. I'm staring at my Joshi autograph wall in front of me right now. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Joshi fan. When I started, I'm a Joshi fan, uh, doing this. I'm a Joshi fan after this. I'm um, probably going to be more of a Joshi fan after this because I actually have time to watch Joshi matches again. Um, that's one of the things that uh, doing the podcast kind of took away from me was uh, not being able to watch as much Joshi as I'd like. I was uh, spending more time trying to find and track down interviews instead of uh, just being a fan. And uh, that's something I'm looking forward to uh, again is as, as being a fan again. But uh, that's we still got a few weeks left where I'm a Joshi podcaster. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's enjoy these last few weeks together. And again, guys, uh, the positive comments, the, 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 the positive feedback you guys are giving me makes me feel real good inside. Um, yeah, it just, uh, it warms my heart and, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for, for all the positivity you send my way and asking me not to stop the podcast and, all that kind of good stuff. And it, it makes me feel good. I, I just need a break and who knows what's going to happen. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, I could be back in a month from now. I could be back six months from now. I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I, all I'm going to say is don't, don't unsubscribe to the podcast. You never know what's going to pop up. You never know what's going to inspire me to, to start something different or start something new or, you know, I get uh, a bit of inspiration from here or there and, uh, you know, something else pops up. We'll see. But uh, on that note, guys, speaking of inf- inspiration, uh, I'm going to tell the story about how the uh, podcast was created. It was September of last year, and it's a, basically a story about my vacation that I took when I was at a pretty rough point in my life and uh, how it changed everything. You know, it's, uh, I've told the story about Emmy, and, and that was the, the, the first seed planted was uh, talking to Emmy Sakura at a Gato Move show. And then it kind of just built from there and uh, snowballed. And it was just uh, an, an amazing trip, an inspirational trip, a life changing trip, because I wouldn't have done this without that trip. And uh, this podcast and you all uh, have changed my life in a very positive, positive way. Um, there's a lot of uh, toxicity and negativity on on social media, but I've thankfully not had to experience any of that Um not not too much of it, but very very little of it. So uh, I can't thank you guys enough. Again, I'm gonna you guys are gonna get sick of me thanking you guys, but you guys have no idea what you've done for me and how you've made this past year um, very special for me and uh, kept me going when uh, times were tough in my life and uh, I was struggling emotionally, and uh, you guys uh, lifted me. So on that note, guys, staying positive, moving forward and stick around and listen to the, uh, the birth of the Joshi pod or <laughs> It sounds so dramatic, but just how they, the, the trip I took last year and how the Joshi pod, um, was born after that guys. So, all right, we'll, uh, have an interview next week, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, who knows? We'll see. But, uh, on that note, guys, we'll talk to you guys next week. Arigato gozaimasu. Hey, Asuka Akuto da. Temera Podcast Interview. Ano, atashi detteru kara na. Temera, zettai miro yo. Iijō. Nippon Manju. All right, guys. Here's how the Joshi Pod was born. When inspiration and motivation intersect. There's, I think, potential for something creative and new. It was difficult getting out of bed in the morning and difficult uh, to get through the day. Um, I'd been having anxiety attacks and they become more and more common. I'm an oversharer guys, so get ready for it. Uh, a daily Xanax honestly was about the only thing that uh, kept my head above water. I was in a pretty dark place, uh, mentally. Um, the summer months at my work are, are very busy and stressful. And, um, knowing that I had a vacation last September, uh, was the, uh, last little thing I needed to, to save my sanity when the medication didn't work. Uh, I just needed to get away from everything. Um, i made plans uh, to attend a few Joshi shows. This wasn't my first trip to Japan, so I was a bit more savvy as to how to get to venues. Uh, the, the crown jewel of this trip was to uh, go to the uh, Stardom's five-star Grand Prix finals. Uh, I had front row seats. Andres Miyagi helped me get those seats. We uh, DM'd through Twitter, and she was kind enough to, uh, to get me a front row seat and, uh, it was like front and center too. So it was a perfect seat. Uh, again, this is my third five-star Grand Prix final. Uh, I saw Yoko Bito beat Tessa Blanchard in 2016. And I saw Mayu in it in 2018. My new goal was to go to the uh, finals every year moving forward. So again, I made the plans for the September 2019. Um, didn't happen this year because of COVID, but it is what it is. I made uh, other plans as well. I had set a few goals for the trip. Um, one was to see as many shows as, as many venues as I could. Uh, two was to go to all the baseball stadiums in Tokyo and Yokohama. And number three was to meet Yoshiko and Asuka. Uh, I'd made plans for uh, Stardom, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro, Wave, and Seedling. I'd seen this thing called Gato Move on YouTube a few times. I heard Pumi's amazing uh, commentary and I decided to give it a shot. I uh, sent uh, an email and had a ticket lined up. So boarding the plane in San Diego, I was ready to leave all my worries behind and, and have an adventure I'd never forget. And the first show I went to was actually the Gato Move show. I wore my Bull Nakano uh, tie-dye t-shirt and Emmy Sakura immediately noticed uh, when I walked in. Um, I could not believe how small Ichigaya Chocolate Square was and how many people they like, crammed in that little tiny room and me being a big boy, uh, I'm sure everybody else felt a little more uh, crowded that day. But uh, it was also a bit embarrassing. Emmy tried as much as she could in, uh, in English to let me show know what was going on in the show opening. Uh, so I would not feel left out. I told her she didn't have to, but uh, she insisted. Uh, during the uh, opening, Emmy also asked me who my favorite wrestler was. And I, I said Bull Nakano, of course. And Emmy mentioned uh, Bull's submission, but she said her opponents were too big, which were Antonio Honda and Sean Shiru, And uh, it was... Um, The show was gold every second. I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing show. And in one of the matches, uh, Saki from Actress Girls, the best Saki in wrestling, JPQ, uh, grabbed Mitsuru Kono and put her in the bulls on Jolito. And Saki stared at me and smiled. Um, it was just a pretty cool experience. A very unique once in a lifetime experience. And they do this cheer at the end of, uh, each of the Gato move shows and Emmy had them say my name and, uh, it, uh, could not have felt more special in that moment. Could not have felt more included. And, uh, yeah, it was just a a pretty amazing uh, moment. Um, when I left that show, I was completely full of like positivity and happiness And I told Emmy, I've told this story a million times, so I'm going to tell it one one last time, guys, before this all ends, that uh, when I go back home, I'm going to tell the world about Gato Move. And she asked me how, and I didn't have a response. And uh, Justin Nipper, uh, who is uh, the producer of the song and the composer of the song uh, that opens the Joshi Pod every week, uh, he was there as well. And uh, he did a little translating for for Emmy and I. But, uh, yeah, so... um, I've also had him on the podcast, so check it out. Uh, He also did a wonderful article on uh, the passing of Hanakamura. Check those out as well. Um, But uh, after that day, after that morning, uh, I was flying high. I was ready, 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 ready for more adventures. And that evening, I attended a Gambari show at the Basement Monstar at uh, Og. It's near Og Station. Guys, if you're looking for pizza in Tokyo... Uh, Pizza Hut in Japan is trash. I love a lot of things about Japan, but Pizza Hut's not one of them. But there's a Rocco's Pizza at OG near OG Station. If you're craving real pizza, uh, stop by Rocco's at OG Station. Uh, Tell them the Joshi Pod sent you. I'm kidding. No, don't tell them that. They're like, "What? what are you talking about? Anyway, so I went to a Gambari show at uh, the Basement Monstar and uh, Yumihito Hito Inama- Imanari uh, saw me there and he kind of fist bumped me and smiled when he walked by. I think he did that because I was the only non-Japanese person in the building that night and uh, he, <laughs> he probably appreciated that I went out to a, an out-of-the-way place to, to check out a show. Um, acts of kindness, even the smallest gestures can go a, a long, long way. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciated him him taking the second to do that. But I did get to see Ayame Sasamura on that show and Harukaze and Moeko Harui. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it kind of, kind of cool that, you know, now looking back to, I mean, it's going to happen even more, more people I talk about in this podcast, but I, I got to, um, interview some people I got to see live. So, uh, that was pretty cool and a uh, pretty fun night at, uh, that show. And, uh, they put on a really good show. Uh, the next show I got to go to was uh, the Tokyo Joshi Pro Show at KFC Hall. It uh, was near Goku Gokukikan. I can say that so terribly. My Japanese has not gotten any better in the last year of me doing this podcast. But I got to see Maki Ito live for the first time. I also got to see one of my many, many, many Joshi crushes, Yuna Manase, win the International Princess title. Uh, my main goal for this show was to see Miyu Yamashita. I think she's, uh, amazing. She's one of my favorites. I say that a lot about a lot of people, but she really is one of my favorites and I wanted to see her live and, and maybe get an autograph from her. I'd never really done the checky thing before. Um, I always got, she got portraits signed, but, uh, I, I thought, well, heck, why not? So I uh, bought a checky for Yuki Kamafuku and Miu Yamashita. And, uh, again, these people, I mean, Yuki Kamifuku, another one that I, I was able to to have on the podcast. But um, so I got the checky with Kamiyu, but I missed my chance with Miu. Uh, I don't speak Japanese. I had a hard time understanding the announcements. You know, when the, the wrestlers were were available for the checkies, um, so I missed it. Not 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 their fault at all. One hundred percent my fault for not understanding Japanese. So uh, yeah, so I thought, nah, I missed my chance for a checky, but. I still wanted to get an, an autograph portrait, so I got in line to meet Miu. Uh, Google translated to her that she was the reason I came to the show. She thanked me and signed a portrait. Miu then saw the little laminated uh, card they give you when you buy a checkie, and I Google translated to her saying I didn't understand when the announcement was made. Like, literally, like, a second after she read that, she took off running um, from behind the autograph tables and around the room, and she tracked down a photographer and brought him back to the uh, merch table. And uh, she took a, a picture with me and she didn't have to do that. But again, it's just I'm going to call it customer service, but I'm going to call it, you know, going the extra mile as well. And, and, and doing, you know, doing special things for fans and you want to say doing the right thing, but it's not it's it's more than the right thing. It's, it's the extra thing. She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to. You know, in America, I'm not sure, you know, if you went to a WWE show or something like that, they, they would do anything like that. I, that's not unfair to say, actually. Let me, let me take that back. That's not fair to say. They probably do, you know. But in Japan, I I feel less like a mark. I hate that term, but I feel less like a mark than I do when I'm in Japan. But, um, yeah. So I also got to meet uh, Maki Ito that day and Kamiyu. Maki Maki um, spoke a little bit of English. kamiyu speaks English really well, as you guys have heard in the podcast. But uh, Maki asked me where I was from. I said California, and she looked at me puzzled. She did not know where uh, California was, apparently. And I tried Hollywood, and she still wasn't getting it. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> that was a pretty fun experience, uh, meeting Maki that day, too. Um, and my trip, honestly, I guess, was made at that point. It was, It was. I was satisfied. I was, you know, flying high, flying um, it was an amazing trip. I, I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm good. If these are the highlights of my trip, you know, mission accomplished, I'm good to go. Um, but, uh, no, there was more, there's more. Um, I'd met a family on Facebook. I don't even know how I became friends with them. Uh, it's just one of those, you know, the power of social media kind of thing. And, um, I got to meet them. Uh, I, I took a train down to Yokohama, and uh, I was going to go to a baseball game that night, so that that I left down that early to to go to uh, meet this family, and uh, they were the most kind people you'll ever meet in your life. They treated me to a, uh, uh, a one of those giant like multi-course Japanese meals. Um, it was just the most wholesome thing. We went to the. Uh, cup of noodle factory where, you know, the ramen factory in Yokohama, we, we did all that kind of thing. It was a tourist, got to go to the Chinatown in Yokohama as well. And, um, it was just the best. I mean, I keep saying, you know, over and over again about, you know, how special things were on this trip, but this was, you know, amazing. Um, you, you're humbled about how, kind people are, you're, you're humbled about how, um, welcoming people are and how they treated you so well. I'm a big old bearded, you know, long, I had hair back then, but, uh, just American guy who could be a monster, who looks like a monster in a way, but, uh, they just treated me with respect. I treated them with respect. Absolutely. But, uh, it was just an amazing day. It was an amazing time. And, um, yeah, it's when those, uh, moments, you never forget and you, you realize, you know, these will be my friends for the rest of their life. When they come to America, I'm going to spend time with them. I'm going to show them uh, the very best things about America. And I'm sure when I go back to Japan again to Yokama, then I'm going to you know spend some time with them again as well. But it's just one of those, one of those absolutely amazing things, you know, that, uh, you just, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very, very thankful, very lucky man. And, uh, yeah, that was just a, a very, very special day for me, and uh, I'll never forget that day in Yokohama with the family there, and uh, had fun at the baseball game that night as well. Um, people like to, to talk to me. I guess I I, I stand out a little bit, but <laughs> and I'm very friendly with people. If I if you know I'm a smiler, I, you know I'll say hi to you, and you know and and I'll buy you a beer if you if you come sit next to me and. Um, I'll Google, I, I love having Google translator, translator, um, co- um conversations with people, but, uh, it was a lot of fun and people try their best to speak English with me. And, and I feel, again, I've told you this before, I feel super guilty that I don't speak any Japanese, but, uh, the people are so <laughs> fun that night at, in Yokohama, I had a, had a blast, uh, meeting the people at the, the ball game there as well. So my next show was at Kurikan hall on the 18th of September. It was a seedling show, um, I got to see Mei-Mei Tag Team, Mei-Hoshizuki Ho- and Mei-Saruga Team together. I got to see Max Voltage, uh, Miyuki Takase, Nanai, and Ryo, uh, Aniki, and um, I got to see Asuka, Makoto, Arisa Nakajima beat uh, Tamukumi Roha to win the title that night. Another just amazing, uh, <laughs> amazing show, a Joshi show. See things puts on amazing shows, you know, and, uh, this was a, this was a fun one. And I, I got to meet Asuka. That was one of my, like I said before, one of my goals was to, uh, to meet Asuka. And I did get to meet her that night and got a picture with her. Um, I think so highly of Asuka. I think she's so brave. I got to meet her again this past March when I was in Tokyo, but uh, I think she's an amazing, amazing talent an amazing person. And a very brave person. And I, I, I look, uh, nothing but look up to her and, uh, wish her the best in, in all she does. And Yoshiko is a very polarizing uh, person in, uh, the world, not just wrestling, not just Joshi wrestling, but in the world. And I wanted a picture with her. I wanted an autograph from her. And I, I finally got to do that. And I took a picture hugging her. Um, people kind of gave me crap a little bit when I posted it, calling her an animal, things like that. And, uh it's a little ironic i have you uh act on as my last um guest on this podcast ever but uh you know i, I don't condone what what uh yoshko did i don't forgive yoshko for what she did um i won't forget yoshko for what she did but she did what she did and um i think she's done everything she could to to show that she's changed person um again you, you know you do the crime you you you're, you're, you're you're ostracized, you're punished, you know, e- e- either by law or by people. And she's been punished for, for many, many, many years for, for what she did. But, uh, I did want to meet her. I did want to, uh, take a picture with her. I, I, I like Yoshko. Uh, she was very sweet to me, very kind to me. But again, uh, y- you have the thoughts in the back. I'm rambling a little bit, guys. Sorry. But, um, y- you know, y- you can't, hate forever. I guess for, I mean, nobody died. Um, somebody was very much affected by what happened, but nobody died. So, but anyway, yeah, I got to meet Yoshiko and again, very polarizing. And I'm not sure if I explained myself well about her, but you know, um, yeah, so you, you kind of got a not free I mean, the forgive and forget thing. You know, I talk about that with act in the interview. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Yoshiko and she's, uh, turned her life around and I, I think she's doing everything she can to, uh, make amends for, for what she did. And, uh, again, some people won't forgive her. And I understand that I, I don't have a problem with that. And, uh, some people can't move past it again. I don't can't hope. Blame people for not move, wanting to move past it, but uh, yeah. So I got to not to meet Yoshiko and Asuka. So you know, checking things off my list, right and left. Um, so I was able to go to all the uh, the, the ball games, all the stadiums, you know, um, and see the you know different places. And it was uh, I, I'm a big baseball guy, uh, so it was, it was very exciting for me to, to go to all these ballparks and uh, try to you know take the the trains and find them and do all this and that kind of stuff. And uh, that was a good time. Um, My my next adventure um, was to go to the DDT, the Dropkick bar, the DDT bar um, in Shinjuku. And it's hard to find. Again, my fault for not being able to read Japanese. Not anybody else's fault. It's my fault for not reading Japanese. And I was going around in circles and using my, you know, my iPhone, the maps and stuff. And I keep walking around the block, walking around the block, walking around the block. And I, I think, I think I found it, but there's an elevator. You know, I don't suspect a bar would be like on the fourth or fifth floor. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big bar guy in, in Japan. but a big bar guy in general. But anyway, I see a girl at the uh, elevator and, um, uh, I ask her drop kick and she understood me and told me yes. And she kind of said to, you know, pointed her finger for me to, to follow her because she was on that way, too. So uh, I got to go to the bar. So the, the second I walk in the bar, everybody makes me feel welcome. You know, everybody, the, the bartenders behind the bar were super awesome, you know, and, and, and the one bartender spoke some English. So we were chit-chatting a little bit and I didn't realize that night that they were celebrating Rika Tatsumi's and Yuki Aino's birthdays. And the woman at the elevator was Rika Tatsumi, who I just saw at the Tokyo Joshi Pro Show. One, I felt like an idiot. Two, the wrestlers look very different in civilian clothing. And three, I'm an idiot. So, um... Rika and Yuki could not have been more kind. Uh, R- Rika spent quite a bit of time with me, uh, sitting with me in, you know, using the, the old Google Translate conversations, which uh, I appreciate them doing. And I had Japanese curry for the first time there. Uh, Yuki and Rika had made it. I guess it's a tradition when they do the birthday parties that the, uh, the wrestlers um, make um, food for people at, at the bar. Uh, It was just another wonderful night. Um, Made me feel very uh, special, and the other fans that were there were were very cool to me too, and real happy that I was there. They weren't, you know, act treating me like I was a an outsider invading their, you know, their little special uh, night with the wrestlers. They they couldn't have not have been more cool to me. So that was that was a whole lot of fun. Uh, The next show I got to go to was a Wave show on the twenty first of September at Sunshine Kiba First Ring. That's the first time I think. I think it was the first time I'd been to Shinkiba, so I had to, like, manage the the, um, the trains and, and try to find it, because it's out there a little bit as well. But uh, glad I got to go to Shinkiba, and, and Wave puts on great shows as well. I. I got to see Haruko Umasaki for the first time there, and I uh, saw Hikaru Shida again there, and I got to see the, the, the legend Kiyoko Inoue. I got to see her wrestle there as well, and Sakura Hirota, who's just uh, amazing, and uh, I got to see Takumi Iroha again, Miyuki Takase again, and uh, it was a, a really fun show. Very happy I went out there and, and saw that show, but uh, yeah, so the, the wave puts on... <sighs> I guess it goes without saying guys, you guys got to go to Japan if you can, if you have the means to do it. I, I, when I was younger, I did not have the means to do it. I'm in my forties now. So I finally, you know, have the career, the money to, to afford to do this. So just guys, because you don't think you have it now, guys don't think it can't happen. I always thought I would never be able to go to Japan, but, uh, you know, stick with it. You know, you, you're going to get to go. It just takes time. you know, I couldn't fathom going in my twenties. I just didn't have the cash or, um, <laughs> the the sensibility to save money to go to a, a trip like that, but um, yeah, so don't get discouraged because you know you're young and you, you haven't gone yet. Yeah, I, I was in my 40s before I went for the first time. So, anywho, the uh, the next event I got to go to was the like the crown jewel of the uh, the trip. It was the finals of the five star hurricane and and um, Hana. Was she's my She's one of my favorites. She really was one of my favorites. I'd fallen in love with her when I first saw her in 2016 at the uh at the stardom show. Uh, that's when she joined Oedotai, and um, I got to meet her in 2018. And uh, I knew I thought I don't, I'm not an insider, so I don't have any spoilers. And finding out spoilers in Japan are next to impossible, but anyway, I, I, I thought she had a really good chance of winning the five star last year. And, uh, she did. And so I really wanted to be there for that. And, uh, so Andres Miyagi, uh, the one who got me the, the front row seat and saw me and she smiled as much as Andres Miyagi smiles when she saw me at the, uh, in the front row. And, um, I've told this story a million times too, but, you know, after the show they do the, uh, the merchandise and, it was crazy. It's uh, stardom, you know, stardom is uh, very, very, very popular, uh, merchandise sellers, you know, and, uh, Hana was the, the bell of the ball today. Very much so. Um, and, and looking back, you know, it, it means a whole lot more, uh, that I got to experience this, but, uh, I was the last guy in line. I again, I told the story before I was the last guy in line to see Hana Kimura on the day she won the five star and she could not have been more kind to me, spent more time with me. Uh, she was probably doing merch for a couple of hours. I, by the time I got to her and she smiled as big as she smiled since the, probably the first picture she took and she treated me very kind and thanked me for coming. And, um, I, I'm looking up at the checkie right now that I took with her. I'll my, my Joshi wall, and, uh, the sign I had that said I was the last in line and she signed those. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, in hindsight, I, I'm glad I appreciated it then, but I appreciate it even more now knowing, unfortunately what happened to Hanna. But, uh, yeah, I'll take that, uh, positive, um, thought in, in memory of Hanna to my grave, uh, knowing that it was one of the, uh, the coolest things that that's happened to me in my life was to, to get that five, 10 minute interaction with her at the end of the day. And just, uh, knowing that she lived what she said, you know, everybody's different, everybody's special. And she made me feel very special that day. And, uh, on her special day, her biggest day of probably her career, uh, to that point. And, uh, yeah, I can't say enough uh, wonderful things about uh, what Hana did for me that day. And I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish could have had more interactions with her. Um, she's somebody I was, when I started the podcast, she was somebody I really wanted to get on the podcast. But I knew because she was with stardom, it was probably next to impossible. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I love Hana, Miss Hana. Um, and I love that you guys love Hana and Miss Hana as well. And, um, yeah, l- love and, and nothing but love for Hana and, and nothing for, but love for that day. And, uh, a fan gave me a Andres Miyagi button cause she found out I was a fan of Andres Miyagi. So, um, it was just a wonderful, wonderful day. People are just so kind to me and, and, you know, I was in, in line for the checky and I I kind of don't, don't, I mean, I kind of knew where to go. I kind of didn't know where to go. And, you know, and the fans would saw like my, the little card I was holding and would kind of like push me to the, not push me, but, you know, lead me to where, you know, the line was and kind of lead, lead me to the front of the line almost uh, on for them When I took my picture with Hanna. You know, that they didn't care that I was like, I wasn't trying to, you know, to, to jump the line or anything or, or cut the line in front of anybody. But they thought it was super cool that I was there and, and was excited. And they could see the big smile on my face. And, uh, yeah, just a wonderful – wrestlers are wonderful. The fans are wonderful. People are have just been wonderful to me on, on my trip there. And my final show, uh, I decided to go to another Got to Move show. I, I reserved another seat after I got to um, – Japan for that trip, and um, so I night before I left, I went to one more Gotamu show, got to see Lulu Pencil and, uh, Yuna Misupon and Che for the first time, I got to see Che wrestle, I love her, I told uh, Emmy that when I was back in March, that I just love Che and her, her energy and spunk, and it's, uh I'm glad to see she's becoming more of a of a focus on Choco Pro because I, I think she's amazing she, her, just her her energy is contagious. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was a, a nighttime show. And they packed, you know, 60-plus people in this little tiny room again. And I kind of lingered a little bit after the show because I, di- I didn't want to go. I-, I knew I had to leave in the morning. And I-, I knew that this adventure was pretty much over. You know, I was almost in tears leaving that night. Um, they all treated me again. Lulu and I chatted for a while. She, she speaks a little bit of English and she and I chatted for a while and got a portrait of her. And I'm looking at it right now. It's on my, my Joshi wall. And we talked about her, her brother being in LA and, uh, talked about how she had to come to LA and, and all that kind of good stuff. But, um, Lulu was wonderful. Lulu was, uh, again, one of these inspirations for this podcast, because I, I think what she does is brilliant. And I, I, I think that, uh, what Gato move is choco pro, whatever you want to call it is, is brilliant. And, uh, again, I made up my mind. I was going to try to find a way to tell people about, uh, Gato move and I was going to find a way to do it. I wasn't sure how, but, uh, yeah. So again, <laughs> I, I I woke up on. I, I woke up not wanting to go to the airport the next morning. I just didn't want it to end. This was a, a magical experience from start to finish. Every everything, every baseball game I went to, I interacted with people. Every wrestling show I interacted with people. I interacted with the wrestlers, and nothing but you know just a, amazing. Um, just an amazing experience. People were just happy to have me there. Happy to see me you know, no, no pressure to buy anything, no pressure to, you know, to, to do anything, just treated you well. You know, I, I felt, I I felt amazing. I felt special. You know, a lot of us, sometimes we live our day-to-day lives and work and do this and that. We don't feel special. And uh, this trip, I felt special every single freaking day and it changed my life. It, uh, I, I, always thought I treated people pretty well uh, especially as I've gotten older just respecting people in general but you know it's it's experiences like that where you go to another country and every single person you run into treats you well and treats you with respect and wants you to have the best day you could have ever. Um, if it's you know Mesaruga or you know if it's Andres Miyagi or Hanakamura or the family I met in, in Yokohama, with um, the fans that you know, I I sat with at, at the Tokyo Dome for a baseball game. It uh, that's why I hold Japan in such high regard. You know, they're they're not perfect. No country is perfect, but uh, one this trip is one of the biggest reasons I hold that country in such high regard. Is because everybody was kind to me. Everybody was just welcoming to me. Nobody gave me a dirty look. Nobody, you know, they might've been making fun of me in in Japanese. I don't know, but whatever. Ignorance is bliss, right? But but, uh, yeah, so it was just an an amazing trip, an amazing experience. So um, I come home and I start brainstorming about what I'm going to do, you know, how I'm going to tell the world about Gato Move. And my buddy and I talked about doing a podcast earlier last year um, about like reviewing sports movies. It was going to be called the screen pass. Get it. Screen pass, screen, movie, screen pass, screen pass and football. Anywho, um, <laughs> terrible, terrible name for a podcast, but anyway, but, uh, so it's kind of been researching a little bit about podcasting, but it, it really honestly it was not in my, my mind about doing a wrestling podcast. Cause there's a gazillion wrestling podcasts out there. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do one of those. I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't have the gift of gab. I don't think that a lot of people have, and probably you guys listening to this, if you're still listening at this point, uh, understand I don't have the gift of gab. That's why I have guests on my podcast. So I don't have to talk so much. Um, but, um, so I, I kind of started researching about it and I was like thinking, you know, it's like, I can't do a podcast cause I can't talk for an hour. I can't talk for half an hour without boring the pants off of people, I think. But, uh, I decide you know I, I can try to to get guests I can try to you know try to interview people you know that uh, the the foreigners that have gone to Japan and um have wrestled in Japan so I kind of uh decided let me see what can happen you know so the first person I reach out to is as Jim Valley um I, I don't know don't know who to ask to be a guest honestly I, I wasn't sure I was you know doing research I did, didn't Didn't know. I had guys. I had zero contacts starting this this podcast. I have no contacts at all. I didn't know anybody in the industry. I didn't know anybody anywhere. Um, So I I reached out to Jim, saying, "Hey Jim, starting a uh, podcast called the Joshi Pod. Would you would you like to be a guest and talk about your experiences with stardom?" And he instantly said yes. Um, Jim's fighting a fight right now, and um, I've tweeted uh, his GoFundMe. Um, page a couple of times Where they're trying to raise money He's going through a very difficult fight right now For his life And uh, I owe Jim a whole lot For this podcast And I wish him the best And, and maybe now When when he is healthy enough um, I'm going to do another podcast with him If he's willing to do it with me uh, I'll, I'll come back out of retirement for For Jim Valley To do a podcast with him But, uh, yeah, so Jim said yes. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And, uh, we, we did a, we did a podcast and I recorded a podcast and, um, I don't think it was great. I don't think many of my early episodes were great, but, um, uh, I don't know if any of my episodes at all are great. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so I, I got Jim and then I was like, okay, we're off and running guys. And I made the. Commitment to myself, I was going to do one every single week, and I had to go start hunting for guests. And it was a little difficult finding guests. Uh, Pumi, the voice, of got to move. I thought uh, he'd be a good person to talk to, and he was kind enough to spend some time with me. And I'm not going to go through every single um, interview here, but uh, I was stuck on the third week. I had nobody for the third week, and I was struggling. And um, B Boy, who's a wrestler here in Southern California, who's wrestled all over the place. Um, I reached out to him and said, Hey buddy, I needed help. He's like, hold on. <laughs> and he got me Kikio. and, uh, Kikyo and I spoke about her, uh, trip to Japan and her injury and, and things like that. And, uh, yeah, so he got me past that. Uh, he got me a guest and, you know, we were kind of off and running at that point. And, uh, I did some, uh, people like Tekla, who I was pretty happy. I got, you know, she, she went back this year and, and kind of tore up with ice ribbon, but you know, she, I talked to her last December, Nicole Savoy, I talked to at the char expo in, in LA. And, uh, there was another one uh, at the start of the year where I had nobody, like it was a Thursday. I record Thursday night and I released release for Friday morning or Thursday night, whatever late Thursday night. And I had nobody, nobody. And I was looking at the, uh, world clock on my phone, on my iPhone saying, okay, what time zones and where people are at are still awake. And I reached out to Avery who I saw wrestle at stardom, uh, at one of the finals of the five star. And she was kind enough to do the interview for me very last second. And again, I'm very, I'm a novice at this, you know, this is my 10th episode. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not very good at it. I don't know the technology. I was kind of guessing a little bit. And, um, it was, uh, it was a struggle technol- technologically what had technological struggles because I couldn't get it to record, um, her, you know, her, her speed her, her, um, side of the conversation. So I had to hold my iPhone up to the microphone and I recorded her <laughs> through my microphone through my iPhone and it came off. Okay. Actually, I was pretty, pretty happy with it. So, uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. And then, you know, we're, we're kind of just, I'm getting people, you know, I I got, uh, jazzy and Rio Riley and Chris Wolf, uh, was my first big download episode. The first, uh, chat with Chris Wolf was pretty cool. Uh, Debbie Malenko was really cool. And then, uh, Akane Fujito, I got to meet here. She came to San Diego for a show and I got to sit, we actually sat in the back of an SUV, And I interviewed Akane Fujita in the backseat of an SUV, which was pretty cool. And uh, then I got to go to Japan in March again. And uh, Fumi Saito, who I had earlier on the the podcast on episode 13, he uh, hooked it up. He got me a chance to interview Bull Nakano in Japan. And I got to meet Bull in a karaoke uh, establishment in Tokyo in uh, Shinjuku and got to meet Bull face to face. She was, um, she was my dream guest. She really was. She was like, okay, you know, this is the person I want to get. And you know, this is like the the top of the mountain for me. And and I got her in episode 22, which is, you know, blows my mind that, that I got her so early on. But, uh, yeah. So I got to meet Bull and do that. That's again, another day I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Then other crazy episodes like Machi Ito was like my next, my, it still is my biggest download episode ever her doing it in English, uh, was amazing. And, um, uh, this is not hyperbole, but when Hanna passed away, I thought about quitting the podcast then, um, that was back in, you know, in May of this year, I, I thought about just, you know, turning it in and not doing it anymore because I was, I was heartbroken. Um, I, my my country that not my country the country that I love so much from last September um, t- turned on w- what they what I thought they were which they are what I think they are but there's a few people who aren't what I think they are it's not making any sense but the the bloom was off the rose for me for for a bit with with Japan because of how Hanna was treated and what it led to. And I I really contemplated just like, you know, just stopping it then and, and, and moving on and and doing something else because I just didn't want to, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about Joshi wrestling. I didn't want to watch Joshi wrestling. I didn't want to do anything because, you know, my heart was broken. My, you know, it's, it was, it was as we all still, you know, miss her and, and, and hate what happened. It, uh, it broke me for a bit, but, uh, decided to, to, to go on and I'm I'm glad in in hindsight I did. You know, I've got to meet people like Masha Slamovich um, who, you know, I still message, you know, weekly, you know, a lot of people I've been able to talk to. I still keep in touch with, but you know, we were, we were rolling along. Alexis Lee, I got to meet, uh you know through this and i think she's just a wonderful person and I, I i really appreciate you know correspondences with her on on uh twitter i tease her she you know i like to tease her but i uh, think of the world of her and then i got to do some different cool things with like Ron Funches on the podcast and stuff and got to meet Farah Husnain and you know it just it just kept rolling along and um got to do some really cool stuff got to interview Yappy who was somebody i really wanted to talk to and Session Moth Martina was a big one for me as well, because I, I love Martina. I think what she does is brilliant, and uh, I got to to chat with her. So um, we're coming up almost on a year, and I've probably rambled long enough, guys. But uh, again, it's been a wonderful journey. Um, these last you know two months have been really difficult getting guests as shows start ramping up again and people get busy, and it's hard to to get a hold of people, and it's just hard to coordinate um translators and wrestlers on the other side of the world where i'm in california and it's, it's just difficult to do you know and it's it became not fun a little bit at it's gonna be you know a little bit at the end um i put probably more pressure on myself and none of you guys ever put pressure on me but i put pressure on myself i'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I, I really wanted to to put out the best product I can. I kept trying to one up myself, one up myself, and try to get the uh, the best guests I could get. And uh, it, it put a, took a toll on me. It's it's taken a toll on me, and I need a break. But that's not what this part of the podcast is about. This part is about how I was born. And so now I'm I'm trying to as this thing comes to an end, you know, try to get the people I want to get before I you know the show's over including ACT, which uh, will be on the 31st of October, but having people like Rizley FOG, having Farrah on here, having um, JPQ on here, and Justin Nipper, and, and Kay from the Big Egg Podcast, and JD from the Red Leaf Retrocast, and you know I'm going to have Eric um, Peralta on, and, and Dylan on, and all these people on, so, the, so you get to know them. I'm going to try to leave a legacy of the interviews but also leave a legacy of you guys getting to know um uh the other people that are putting content out there that i think deserve um some recognition you know i always joke about you know i want uh, my friends to be your friends and i I absolutely do and uh, i'm going to try my best to do that here at the end but again uh there's too many people to thank um for for everything they've done for me for this podcast you know fumi um uh, Pumi um Emmy Emmy Sakurab, Aki Yappy uh Farah um JPQ just a, a bunch of people that have just been so B-boy just a bunch of people that have been so terrific to me uh through this journey and uh it, it's been a ton of fun uh it's a lot of work and but again the best part about this is that I got to meet a lot of you and interact with a lot of you. And I'm going to interact with a lot of you for a long time to come. Uh, if you guys want to interact with me. Um, so guys, um, that's how the Joshi pod was born. Um, just an amazing experience where I got to, to meet so many wonderful people and experience so many wonderful things in a country that I love and a country that I want to visit again. Uh, COVID please go away. But, uh, yeah, guys, again, Thank you so much. Can't thank you enough for for if you're still listening to this. I can't thank you enough because, um, yeah, this this show proves why I have guests on. Why I don't just sit and talk every week. <laughs> that uh, uh, this is not my forte. This is out of my comfort zone. But again, uh, Tropical Yahoo. Thank you, Yuna. Thank you, Mitsu. Thank you, Lulu. Thank you, Miyako. Thank you, you know, Delmi. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for for who helped inspire and participate and uh, be part of this journey with me. I'll never forget it until, uh, until I'm dead and buried. I'll never forget this experience, so it's been wonderful. All right, guys, we'll talk to you all next week.